The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with Mike Yam. Mike has been the face of the Pac-12 network since August of 2012 after spending time at ESPN and NBA TV, and that's where we met and became good friends. Mike, what type of ego does it take to succeed as a sportscaster? No, it's a it's a great question, man. You uh, and I don't know if I'm stealing like the the secret sauce or or how things work behind the scenes, but you emailed me the question the other oh, day. No, uh, don't do it. D- no, don't don't right. go there. Okay, <laughs> uh, you know, but it, it it's it got me thinking about all the people that I've worked with in my career, and I think you know the easy answer for people who aren't in the industry and maybe watch from afar is say, oh, you know, a lot of these folks are are egomaniacs. And then I think to myself, man, I've worked with so many humble people that were so helpful to me. And those have been the people that I've gravitated towards. And um, a lot of those people have had a a ton of success in their careers. So um, to me, I think to be successful in broadcasting and and no, you've, you've done it at a high level, so you get it too. It's just, you, you have to be confident and it is so easy in this business to lose your confidence. And I know for me that happened at times when when I was at ESPN where I kind of hit a little bit of a rut and, and circumstances weren't great for me at times. And, um, you know, I lost a little bit of that, that confidence. And it gets into your head and you start thinking about mistakes or issues or things that might pop up in a show that almost derail you. It's kind of like a the shooter who, who, you know, misses, you know, three or four shots. You know, what's that saying? It's like great shooters just keep shooting because they know the next one's going to go in. And um, I, I think for me to be successful, the best advice I could give anyone is to be humble, but also be confident. And I think there's a fine line, but I, I've worked with too many people and I know, know it for you and I don't want to speak for you, but I would think you've worked with a lot of people that have been able to to balance that that line of knowing that they can do the job, knowing they can be effective and be successful, but at the same time be humble about it. And I, I to me, that's always something that I I've strived to do, at least with my career and being around people in broadcasting. But um, I know for me, I've always gravitated, and I've had mentors that have been that have really embodied that. Have those people been other anchors, reporters, or former players that serve as analysts? I think it's both. I think I learned a lot from, you know, more from other broadcasters because okay. coming up, you know, you just spend time with them and uh, it's easy to send someone your tape or your reel and just say, hey, can I can I get just a couple nuggets? Like, what, what do you think of my work? Where can I get better? Uh, and then you you get around athletes and it's so crazy to me. And I say this all the time and um, especially with some of the guys that I work with now at Pac-12 that have played at a high level, whether it's the NBA or the NFL. And I think to myself, Sport and broadcasting, the industries are so similar um, in a lot of ways. The competitive nature of it, wanting to do well, wanting to make sure that your stuff is is looking as good as it can, and, and you know to, to achieve a high level of success. So, uh, to me, it's it's been it's been both. And you know, I've listened to your podcast since uh, since you started doing it, Michelle. And I, I'm blanking on her name, but you went to school with her, who worked in finance. Yeah, and Michelle it's Meyer. funny because Michelle Meyer. And I think to myself, you know, maybe. Maybe the idea of sport and athlete and competitiveness and being in those environments is not just a broadcasting thing, but it's something that runs across the board in a lot of industries. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. But we also know that there are a lot of a lot of bad people in, in any industry, but when it comes to being on camera, that can inflate a sense of self. Oh, yeah. So so how have yeah. you not let those bad guys get to you? 
oh, you know, I've worked with a couple of those and it is sometimes really hard when you're on set with someone and you feel like you can't even in the same room just because they're occupying all of the space and all of the air in the room. And it, it can be daunting at times, but, um, you know, to me, it's just, I, I still circle back to it. It's just know that you're good enough to be in that situation and be in that role. And if you're good enough to get there, you know, you're going to be able to succeed. And, um, but you're right. I, I think when you get around people who see themselves on camera, um, you know, this industry, man, it's people glamorize it and they think it's it's all great. But <laughs> behind the scene, man, it's just not like that at all. I, no matter what people think about the gig, it is still a job at the end of the day. And, and granted, I wouldn't want to do anything but this job uh, in life. And I know I'm super fortunate from that perspective, but uh, it, it's it's really tough because at the end of the day, man, we're not saving lives. We're not curing cancer. We're mm-hmm. not doing things that are i i look at doing shows and say I, what i'm doing is an outlet for people um you know they they get to sit in front of their televisions they get to welcome me into their living room and we're having a conversation about whatever game whatever major story or topic there is um so that they can forget about some of those those real issues but there's some people man that are really grinding and look you you gotta grind in this in- industry because of how competitive it is but there are people that are really grinding doing jobs that are so difficult so challenging and i think having perspective on that from a broadcaster's perspective um is really important because i think that will ground you when you need to be grounded you mentioned earlier that you'd lost confidence at one point when you were at ESPN. Yeah. What what led you to, to lose the confidence and how'd you get it back? Really tough situation for me. I, I was, you know, you mentioned working together at NBA TV, the two of us. And when I got to ESPN, I was fortunate. I was, I was able to do some NBA shows and I did a lot of that when, you know, my four years that was there. And then there was a time where, I had a CP, a coordinating producer, um, who for whatever reason just wasn't a fan of mine. And I don't know what it was about me or my personality or my delivery or whatever I was doing on camera. And he was coming down pretty hard on me. And he was coming down hard on me in ways that um, I didn't think were all that appropriate. And, um, you know, behind the scenes, there was some issues that I, I had. Um, you know, I, I remember having getting called into an office or two and being told about some issues that were happening on air, which were completely foreign to me. Um, you know, I was the kid that didn't get in trouble when I was in school. You know, I was that good kid. <laughs> and, you know, I did my papers and my homework uh, well in advance. So, you know, the idea of getting in trouble at work was just was crazy to me. And I think that helped uh, it didn't help. It actually hurt me in a big way. It kind of put me down, you know, this weird path. And then, you know, at a place like ESPN, for example, you, you have so many different people and management roles and this industry is so subjective, you know, no, something you might do or see uh, on air, you might think is great. And the next person might think it's awful. And, you know, in a lot of ways you're trying to please when you're, when you lose your confidence. And I did when I was there, you know, you're trying to please so many people so that you can get more opportunities again. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just started to unravel for me. And I had a really good friend of mine, uh, Kevin Connors, who's, who's mm-hmm. still an anchor now. Uh, he does a ton of sports center. Um, you know, and I, I got to work with him a couple times and, and we were great friends off air. And I remember him telling me, I think something that I said to you a little bit earlier, which was if you're good enough to be here, you're good enough to get the job done. Yep. And it was just kind of like block out all the other stuff. Cause you can't make everyone happy. You can just be yourself on air. Um, and one of the things that I always tell, 
you know, college students when I go and talk with them is one of the things that you want to exude is, is affability. I, I, I want people to at least watch what I'm doing or listen to me on the radio and say, Hey, I want to hang out with that guy or exactly. he seems like a good dude. And I, I got back to that. And I think, you know, without a friend who was in the business that had probably gone through it himself to kind of just lean on a little bit. And he had known that I was starting to lose confidence because we would, we would talk about it. And, and he was, he was a huge, huge, huge asset for me. And, and really helpful because if he had not given me those pep talks, I don't know. I don't know if I land at Pac-12 Network and, and have the opportunities that I have now. And that goes takes it full circle to go back to the people that you gravitate towards, and and he's one of the good guys. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, pal. Absolute blast. Thanks for having me, man. Affability and authenticity, two things I always look for in people, and Yam covers both, which is rare, especially in our generation of broadcasters where egos really are out of hand. You can follow Yam on Twitter at Mike underscore Yam, Y-A-M. The same on Instagram and watch him on the Pac-12 Network. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow-Up. The Follow-Up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit VocalNow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.